us be attentive. The Lord will give strength to his people. Bring to the Lord, O sons of God, bring to the Lord honor and glory. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, Christ is our peace who has made us both one and has broken down the diving wall of hostility by abolishing in his flesh the law of commandments and ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two, so making peace, and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby bringing the hostility to an end. And he came and preached peace to you who were far off and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. So then you are no longer strangers and sojourners, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord in whom you also are built into it for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Peace be to you, the reader. According to St. Luke, let us be attentive. The Lord said this parable The land of a rich man brought forth plentifully, and he thought to himself, What shall I do, for I have nowhere to store my crops? And he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones, and there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul is required of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? 
So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. And he said these things, he cried out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Reality programs are some of the most popular programs on television. And among the most important and popular reality programs are those that deal with hoarders. Those are people who collect not Dutch masters or Chinese vases, but old tin cans or piles of yellowing newspaper or jelly jars with a past due date of a decade ago. They collect all kinds of what we would call junk. And they risk their health and their safety sometimes in doing so, not to mention the anger of their neighbors. And we may think of hoarders as rather an unusual psychological outlier, people who are just a bit strange and troubled, and maybe need some counseling and a good-sized dumpster backed up to their yard. But you know, hoarding is a biblical phenomenon as well. We can read about it. We read about it today. The man who builds bigger and bigger barns to put all his stuff in. He would fit right into our culture because the storage business is one of the biggest businesses in America. We just don't know where to hoard all our junk. There's another hoarder, a self-described hoarder, who tells his tale to the Philippians. I speak, of course, of St. Paul. Listen to what St. Paul wrote to the Philippians. If anyone else thinks he may have confidence in the flesh, I more so, circumcised the eighth day, stock of Israel, the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, concerning the law, a Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, 
concerning the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. Describes himself there as a hoarder. He's collecting all he can of power, prestige, pride. He's got it all. And he's hoarding it all. St. Paul was a first-class hoarder. But then what happened? Well, it occurred on a business trip from Jerusalem to Damascus. There he was, traveling along, filled with himself, filled with his pride, filled with his prestige, filled with all the goods of a powerful CV, when suddenly a bright, brilliant light beyond light struck him down, blinded him. The light of Christ, the wisdom of Christ, filled St. Paul and blinded him. Until then, the scales fell from his eyes, And he saw the truth about what he had been hoarded, hoarding. He saw the truth of the value of all that he had. And this is what he wrote. I, what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. I count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Jesus Christ my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, trash, garbage. All that he had, when seen in the light of Christ, was nothing more valuable than that jelly jar with the past due date on it. That's all it was worth to him. Once he saw the reality and the light of Jesus Christ. Now the man in the gospel today is called a fool for a simple reason. He didn't recognize that there is a limit to human happiness. It is not infinitive. It is not forever. It is not all in all. There is a limit to human happiness. There is a limit to how much we can get. There is a limit to how much we can hold on to. That's why Jesus himself says that treasures that we accumulate on earth are subject to rust, to decay, to thievery. There is a limit to human happiness, but there is no limit to the joy 
and knowing Jesus Christ. That is limitless. The fathers point this out very clearly. They say to know Christ is to go from glory to glory. Endlessly. Infinite is his love, his joy, his wisdom. He is truly what we can possess and hold on to and never see the end of. The knowledge and the love of Jesus Christ is endless. And so Paul writes, not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal of the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Paul put his heart, Paul invested his soul in the treasure of Jesus Christ. And where your heart is, there your treasure will be also. Let's pray. Lord, I do confess to you that I have hoarded all my life those things which my ego longed me to have, power, prestige, possessions. But Lord, I ask that you enlighten the eyes of my heart this day, that I may see the true value of human happiness, its limits, and I may press forward in your light to know you, the infinite, all-loving, all-knowing God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.